mama transition back to school is among us and you know what it's like it's like ripping off a band-aid that is perfectly joined with the skin and having to apply a new one the band-aid in this instance represents the systems and routines of life that keep us sane but the open wound that never seems to heal represents the overwhelm and hustle that creeps in when raising small children, wifing a busy, hardworking husband, and running a fully operational business. In many cases by yourself. Girl, are you tired yet? <laughs> Not to worry though, because nothing is too hard to figure out. And so today, I want to offer you a big, shiny, golden reset button. Come on, girl. Keep listening. You've just tuned into the Britney Smith Podcast, where we care and share with a whole lot of flair on all things business, branding, raising babies, and everything in between. Because let's face it, being a busy lady is a whole situation, especially when you've got big dreams and you're brilliant at what you do. We're going to get right over here, okay? On this show, we'll talk about building an excellent, sustainable, and profitable brand, raising babies while raising your empire, the power of faith while we flex our hustle muscles, and girl... Finding our true rhythm in the midst of all the hats that we wear. Oh, yes, we are creating our most authentic lives over here. I am so glad you showed up today. Here's to you, sis. Let's get it. Hey, ladies, we are back. Welcome to your Tuesday. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. Y'all, I am fake stressing about how school is getting ready to start. Um, for, if this is your first time listening, I have a four-year-old named Sophia and a brand new baby girl named Ryan. And this September, Sophia is starting school. O-M-Jesus. Okay, guys. So I thought I was ready because it's like, oh yeah, she's going to be in school all day so I can get some work done. I'll be fine. It's going to be great. Nah, y'all. I am starting to have the, the mommies like... <laughs> I am, you know, getting a little anxious about it. I am um, trying not to overthink getting her ready and trying not to buy everything I see in the stores. Like, oh my gosh, she's going to need a dishwashing towel for pre-K. Like what? So, um, so I'm trying to get all these things together. And I recognize you ladies that this is a new season for us as a household. And so I need you to just take a brief moment and think about what is going to be new for your household this season. How are your routines going to have to change from summertime fun to fall time focus? Like there are some things that have to shift and I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to shift my entire family to get ready for this new season. Um, and, and so just to kind of rattle off a list of things that are affected by this change, one, the kids have to have a new routine, right? Um, there needs to be breakfast time. There needs to be bedtime. There needs to be shower time. There needs to be get the clothes out and ahead of time for school time, right? Um, there needs to be packing the baby up, you know, for, for daycare. Like there's just lots of different things. And then in the meantime, getting lunches ready, you know, prepping food for the road for my husband, getting stuff ready for dinner for the week. Like there's just a lot of things swirling in my head and I'm really fighting the overwhelm of the shift. And so one of the things that I forgot to mention in that long list of things is oh, I am still a mamapreneur. Oh my gosh, I have a business that is sitting over in the corner looking at me like, girl, when is it my turn? When are you going to work on me? When are you going to promote me? When are you going to do 
me. <laughs> that sounds like someone else. Um, but anyway, so um, I had to reset. I had to reset and I'm going to offer the same reset button to you today. So I have, um, before I had the baby baby, um, I kind of had a, a workflow, you know, before I had to go out on leave, I had a workflow um, to maximize productivity during my day um, while working from home and some days even still having Sophia home with me. And so I want to offer these seven things to you um, that kind of work as a checklist, things that are included in a productive workday. Now, before I give you all this list, I need you to hear me. This is not a... If you do these things, you will be successful list. This is a, if you're feeling overwhelmed and feeling like you're not getting anything done in your business while doing all of the things of family life, these things you can incorporate into your day to add some structure. You don't even have to do them in the same order that I do them or the same order that I give them. But these are um, pockets of time in your day that you can add to your schedule to make sure that you're moving the needle in your business every single day. Um, and I like it because it's flexible. Like there's a list of seven things, but maybe Mondays you do things one, five, and seven. And on Tuesdays you do things two, three, and four. Like you can make this fit what you're doing and make it work for you. All right. And if you're listening right now and you don't work from home, you can still incorporate some of these things into your day to make sure that you are being productive in some way, shape, or form each and every day. Okay. Okay. So. Number one, mindset time, mindset time. This is the time where I like to try and place it the best I can, place it first thing in the morning. Um, for me, I love Jesus. So I am praying, I am meditating on his word. I am thinking about you know how grateful I am for the things that I have. Um, I'm reading the Bible, I'm doing my devotionals, right? This is the time where I am setting my mind for the day. What do I have to get done today? You know, what do I have to move around today? Just getting those things before me and making peace with them before the day starts. And if you can, I am learning that the time before everyone wakes up or before at least the kids wake up is golden time for this stuff right here. Um, so bless your heart and to God be the glory if you're able to get up before they get up and do this mindset time. All right. Number two is to-do list time to-do list time. Um, if you're working from home or not, um, whatever work you have to do, whatever things you want to accomplish that day, this is the time to make your to-do list, right? So even like I said, if you're able to get a couple minutes in before the kids get up and you have a couple minutes left over, you can make your to-do list for the day. And listen, don't be superwoman up in here, okay? There is no such thing as superwoman. There are super women in terms of you are super and you are a woman, but not superwoman like you're a hero and you have to wear the cape and get everything done at all, you know, all the time. Like, no, we are phenomenal women who have to do lists and we don't get it all done all the time, but we get some stuff done. Okay. So, um, I advise you to do, to put like three to five things on your to-do list each day. Um, it could be laundry. It could be respond to Siani's email. It could be, you know, get that slide deck finished. It could be, you know, prep dinner during your lunchtime, whatever. 
make the to-do list, but don't put more than five things on it because you will be mad at yourself for trying to get 10 things done when you only hit really three time, three hours to, to get it done. All right. So to-do list time. Um, I like journals and planners and things. So if you can have a journal or planner strictly devoted to your to-dos, that would be amazing. But post-it notes work too. Napkins and paper towels work too. Just write on whatever you can that you, you won't lose to keep you on track. All right. Give yourself time limits. If there's if there are certain tasks on this to-do list that you can um, put a time limit to, write down how much time you want to give to that thing. Um, and then lastly, on this one, I'll add, I use an app called Focus Keeper. And it allows me to set, um, I think I think this is called the Pomodoro Method in, um, in the real world as well, where you kind of set blocks of time. So like 30-minute blocks. And it'll kind of keep time for you. And when 30 minutes is up, it'll chime or make a noise and it'll let you know it's time to move on to the next thing. Um, I use that for the work days where I have specific assignments to get done. All right. So that's to-do list time. That's number two. Number three, focused work time. That ties into what I just said about the time tracker. In order to have focused work time, you have to cut out distractions. If you need to put your phone on do not disturb or airplane mode for an hour so that you can dig into that book that you're working on, you need to do that. Another thing that helps me with focused work time is creating a peaceful work environment. I've got my Keurig in my office. I've got water in my little refrigerator. I've got music playing. I've got dim, um, relaxing lighting. I've got a nice, cool temperature. I make sure that I have my pillow behind my back so that I don't get, you know, my back starts hurting. I've got my um, scent floating in the air um, from my little essential oil diffuser, right? I'm creating an atmosphere that's relaxing for work. So that's my focused work time. I'm creating a space and also adding to that recipe for focused work is discipline. 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 Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> discipline. Nobody likes that word. Even when I sing it, it was like not even nice to sing. But you have to have discipline during that focused work time. Even if it is one solid hour a day, ladies, five solid hours a week in your business is better than 50 scattered, unfocused hours in your business a week, all right? So you wanna have focused work time. Number four, respond time, respond time. One thing that I find helpful is not checking my email every five minutes. Because when you check your email every five minutes and there's an email there that you feel like you need to respond to, you end up spending your whole day responding to email and inboxes. So. Set two response times a day, maybe three, like one at the very beginning of the day, one in the middle of your day, and then one at the end of your day so that you're not caught up trying to be urgently responding to everybody's beck and call. All right. And you can even put in your your um, signature like, hey, um, I'll be checking emails at eight. 12 and four. So, you know, if you don't get a response right away, whatever, like you can kind of put that into your language with your clients and customers so that they know that they won't get a quick response at 3 p.m. because you're not checking your email until four. All right. And that's okay. All right. Same thing for engaging on social media, morning and evening. That's it. You do not have to be actively responding all day, every day, because I want people to see that I'm really there. They're not, they're not on 24 hours. So you can respond when you get on in the morning and at the end of your day. All right. Number five. Is this number five? One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Fuel time. 
OMG, fuel time. So one of the things that I also learned is that you should not hire a zombie to work for you in your business. Hi, you would be that zombie. If you're not fueling yourself, you need to make sure that you are eating that you are exercising, that you are resting. And this is one of my favorite things that I started to adopt when I was working for the man that I need to bring back into my my uh, routine is mindless time. You guys, I would sit outside and put on some funky jazz music in my headphones and, ju- and take my shoes off and just sit and listen to the notes of the music and like envision like a scene happening and tap my foot and you know just just mindless time and I'm telling you for those of you who are like me who are busy minds whose minds never stop running this is a practice if you can do this for like two minutes during your break time just kind of to you're like forcing yourself to not think about anything but focusing on the music or the birds chirping or whatever it is a great way to rest and reset. And you will be surprised at how much this thing works wonders, right? And so you may feel like, oh, I'm too busy to to do that. Literally sit at your desk and do it. Or this is a great time if you've been sitting at your desk all day, stand up and do it. Or if you have a furry, shaggy rug in your office like I do, lay on that rug and just lay there for two or three minutes. Like literally I take naps in my office all the time. Sometimes they're not prompted. Sometimes they are. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you're doing that. Um, Making sure you take breaks to do this. I am chiefest of sinners when it comes to going a whole day without eating because I'm just so engrossed in my work. Listen here, the work will still be there, but your metabolism will not. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you're fueling yourself and that you're not setting yourself up to crash. You don't want to crash because why? You have to give energy to your business. You have to give energy to your kids when they get home. You have to give energy to your husband when he gets home. You have to give energy to your ministry responsibilities. You have to give energy to your mom who wants to call, you know, while you're cooking dinner. You have to give energy to all these different things. So you want to make sure that you're supplying yourself and taking care of yourself with energy. Holla, let's keep it rolling. Number six, number six. Um, is grow time, professional development. And like I said, guys, you don't have to do all of these things every single day, but you want to make time each week for grow time, professional development time, whether it's listening to a podcast, hey girl, or whether it's reading up on a topic that's interesting to you, listening to audiobooks while you're working, learning a new skill, watching a YouTube video, motivating yourself with something that you're listening to or watching. These things are important because you are important. You is kind, you is smart, and you is important. And so you want to make sure that you're also filling your intellectual tank as well. And last but not least is connection time. And that is you have to make sure that you're maintaining your relationships, honey. You have to, you know, you still have friends and family and people that you want to connect with. And so you want to incorporate this into your week. Like I said, maybe not every day, but, you know, schedule a call with a sister friend. Converse with a colleague. Um, You know, have coffee with someone. FaceTime your dad. Like whatever it is, do something fun. Do something engaging. Do something social um, to feed your social butterfly side. All right. Like I said, you've been you've been cooped up in your desk. In your desk. Hopefully not in your desk. Cooped up at your desk 
all week long. You've been serving everybody and anybody else. So now it's time for you to refill your social meter, right? Maybe there's a date night in store. Maybe there's a a girlfriend's Zoom call because y'all are so busy and you can't get together, but you can get on Zoom. Like whatever it is, do something for yourself that will feed that muscle for you. Okay, okay, okay. So these are just seven little things, you know, that you can apply as you are resetting your household, resetting your life, <laughs> resetting your work schedule or your work routines or your daily routines rather um, as you shift from summer to um, September. <laughs> um, and so I want you to let me know in the Monetized Mompreneur Society group, which ones of these you are going to apply, which ones are you going to incorporate, which ones are you already doing, what can be added to the list. I know that this is not an exhaustive list of things that will make your day productive, um, but this is just a list that... I've kind of put together that I've seen work for me, but I'd love to hear what works for you. Okay. Um, so listen, September is systematic September. So we're going to be talking about some of these systems in more detail in September. We have um, a couple of guests that are going to help us get our system lives together in September um, because I want to help you to be a systematic, successful mama. Okay, that's what I want you to be. Um, and so we're going to be talking about systems in September. We have, I think, another week left in August. We have two more Tuesdays left in August. And so I really want to have some fun with you guys before we shift into the business. Okay, so make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I will see you guys next week on the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Are you a mompreneur looking for support and community around creating, cultivating, and monetizing your brand? Meet me over on Facebook in the Monetized Mompreneur Society. Join the group because inside we've got trainings, Q&As, freebies, and connection with other mamas building brands and raising babies. Come on, you need to hang out with ladies who get down with backdrops, laptops, and baby bags. You know, head wraps, fruit snacks, and hustle. We want to support you in this mompreneur life. So join the group, the Monetized Mompreneur Society on Facebook. Do you need help with your branding, graphic design, websites, strategy, and ideas? I'm your girl because designing beautiful and profitable brands is my jam. And who doesn't want to work with a mama who loves her job? <laughs> Connect with me at Brittany and Smith on Facebook, Insta, and online at BrittanySmith.com. And lastly, if you're feeling our vibe on the Britney Smith podcast, subscribe to the show, leave a comment or review. New episodes are released every single week and I want to chat with you every single week. So mama, until next time, find your rhythm and enjoy the ride.